thank God we bless the Lord for such a wonderful time. Thank God for such a wonderful time. Thank God for this episode. Uh, today we want to continue from the previous message as we discussed earlier. We started with spiritual immaturity and today what we are talking of is spiritual maturity part two and <clears throat> we'll be dealing with the science signs of a person or signs of spiritual immaturity the things that you can know or you can sense or you can decide that this particular individual is not spiritually mature amen and you see, whenever you talk about spiritual maturity, one can mature in the realm of the spirit for the sake of uh, the assignment of God, and one can also mature for the, in the realm of the spirit for the sake of the assignment of the devil. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Holy Spirit, we magnify your name. We bless your name for who you are. This thank you for this time as we are about to share your word spirit of god let your will be done i pray that let the eye of our understanding be enlightened i pray that as your word comes anyone who hears father let there be a life changing speak to the person let the person have a testimony anyone going under depression anyone going under broken heart anyone that is under confusion i pray by your word your word said that the word that you speak they are spirit and their life i pray spirit of god that as we share your word let your will be done in the name of the father the son and of the holy spirit amen yeah beloved we thank god for such a wonderful time as i said earlier and today we want to deal with the signs of spiritual immaturity and our main or our key scripture that we have been starting so far is first corinthians chapter 3 first corinthians chapter 3 and as we read of the uh, previous episode uh, the bible says that however this was a an epistle a letter from paul who was inspired by the holy spirit to write to the church of Corinth, and the bible says that he said that however brethren i could not talk to you as to spiritual men but as to unspiritual men of the flesh in whom in whom the carnal nature predominates as to mere infants in the new life in christ unable to talk yet I feed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not yet strong enough to be ready for it, but even yet you are not strong enough to be ready for it. Amen. Amen. So the Bible is trying to tell us, or what the Bible is saying, is that got to a time that Paul wanted to communicate the things of God to the people of Corinth. And he saw that there was a division among them. One was saying, I'm of Paul. One was also saying, I'm of Apollos. Yeah. And Paul said that, I cannot communicate the things of God to you. Because the way you are behaving, you are behaving as children. You see, spiritual maturity, as I said, is not by age 
or it's not by how intellectual you are with books whenever we talk of spiritual maturity we are talking about how you are able to discern and how you are able to understand the things of the spirit and a point of correction whenever we talk of spiritual maturity you see those in the kingdom of darkness those working under the occultic powers they are also having their influence of maturity but you see we being christians whenever we talk of spiritual maturity we are talking about how to be matured in the things of god to grow in the law so the bible said that paul said however brethren i could not talk to you as to spiritual men which means paul couldn't communicate with them the things of god you see and and it's rather unfortunate that when you look in our 21st century you see that many people go to church but even whenever the pastor is even about to preach the truth as the bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free the pastor find it difficult to communicate the truth to the people because he see that he is talking to people who are not mature people who cannot understand the things of god but so he said that but as to non-spiritual non-spiritual which means men of the flesh the 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 worldly life of 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 this world has entered the church which is supposed not to be so you see the church is a spiritual entity is a spiritual institution of god it's a it's a husbandry it's god's building it's not things to be interfered with the the, the the things of the flesh in whom carnal nature predominates which means that whenever we, we make carnal when we talk about carnal nature it means the things of the flesh the pride of life the last of the flesh and the last of the eyes when it dominates a person when it take control over the life of a person automatically that particular individual move from the realm with god to the realm of the things of this world and it is rather unfortunate that those under the kingdom of darkness are very spiritual which means they are very closer to what they are doing they are serious they are killing people for power for authority for fame but this is the situation whereby god is dealing with children people who are not able to mature people who are not able to go to the the rank or the the purpose of he bringing them into an existence you see see, as to mere infants which means that many people can be in church or you can go to church but still you can be an infant an infant in christ you see whenever a person become born again the bible says if any man be in christ is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are becoming new so whenever you become a new creature you become and you have a new life and as you have a new life in christ god is expecting the father the son and the holy spirit is expecting you to grow in the lord so he said that as to men infants in the new life in christ unable to talk yet which means that you see a child can never react or behave the way the mother does until the child gets to be mature a child always depends on the mother for food a child always depends on the mother to be bath uh, for him to take the bath a child depends on the mother to take care of everything of him 
and you will see that this thing is also happening in the church it's happening in the body of christ you see it is good that god grant us stewards because every pastor is a steward of a flock it's a steward meant to look after the, the flock of god but you see in this dispensation of the holy spirit god required that his children get closer to them even though there is a steward that's why the bible said they say that i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh in the last day so why is that god didn't pour his spirit only on the stewards but he said he want to pour out his spirit upon the all flesh the sons and daughters which means that whenever a person becomes a christian god has God, through the blood of Jesus, God has accepted that person to be a son, and God has required that person to have a personal connection with Him. Amen. So, today we are dealing with signs of spiritual immaturity, which means the thing that you see or the thing that you can analyze of your life whether you are going on track with God or whether you are off track with God whether you are involved in the things of this world because many Christians or many people who go to church are not, are not actually Christians but they are rather churchgoers so we have signs which means the things that you see the things that you analyze of spiritual immaturity number one the first sign of spiritual immaturity is no passion for the presence of the father rather choke presence no passion for the presence of the father and we take our scripture from genesis chapter 4 verse number 16 i believe as you are with us you have taken your pen you have taken your bible and you have taken your book as the spirit of god is taking us so when we read genesis chapter 4 verse number 16 i believe all of you know the story about cain and abel how cain killed his own brother and he left the presence of god so when you read verse 16 the bible says that in genesis chapter 4 verse number 16 the bible says so cain went away from the presence of the lord and dwelt in the land of north wandering east of the eden Cain left the presence of God and he went to live in something else that is a choke presence. When it, whenever we talk, we talk of choke presence, we are talking about things that collide with the presence of God. You see, whenever a person leaves the presence of God, he, he automatically brings himself to an atmosphere called the choke presence. So when the Bible said that, so Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, he went out from the presence of the Father. As I said, that a sign of spiritual immaturity, a sign of someone who is going down, who is becoming a baby, who is becoming carnal, who is becoming fleshy, who is becoming worldly is that that person have no passion for the presence of the father rather took presence they don't have presence that's the reason why many christians find it difficult to pray many christians find it difficult to read the bible why because in the presence of god there's fullness of joy there's there's strength there's vitality there's remembrance but because 
we have moved from the presence of God, we rather involve ourselves in the choked atmospheres of this life. So when we read Exodus chapter 33, verse number 15, even Moses, who was sent to be a leader, the Bible said that Moses said that if your presence do not go with me, then send me not. If your presence, if your presence do not go with me, send me not. Send me not. When we also read Genesis chapter 3, verse number 1 to 10, the Bible says, And now the serpent was more subtle and crafty than any living creature of the field which the Lord God has made. And he, Satan, said to the woman, Can it really be that God has said, You shall not eat from the tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees of the garden, except the fruit, the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of Eden, uh, in the middle of garden. God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. You see, what the error of Adam and Eve before sin, before they fell, they were operating in a dispensation called the dispensation of innocence. The dispensation of innocence is the dispensation whereby you are carried or you are imbibed with the presence of God. So when the devil saw that he made his mind through Eve to choke, to bring a choke presence, to choke him by death. So the Bible says, For God know that in the day that you eat of the of your of it, your eyes will be opened. You see, Satan was pushing Eve into out from the presence of God to a choke presence, and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil, bless, blessing and calamity. And when the woman saw, and the one, and when the woman saw that the tree was good, the tree was suitable, the tree was pleasant. You see, many Christians as has have involved themselves in what we call took presence because they have seen something that is good in this life because they have seen something that they think they think is good they think is sweet sweetable they think is pleasant so the bible said that the woman saw that the tree was good for food you see it's not everything that you see that is good that is actually good and that it was delightful to look at and a tree to be desired in order to make one wise. You see, many people in this life think that they are wise. You see, immediately when a person moves from the presence of God, he enter into the realm of foolishness. Wisdom. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So, which means that if you don't have the fear of God inside you, then automatically you are a fool. So, the Bible says she took of it eat food and eat and give some also to the husband and eat and then the the eyes of them both were open you see they move from the dispensation of innocence to the, the realm of what the dispensation of conscience they they, be, they had a conscience they became choked the presence of god the strength of god upon their lives the true identity the the true conscience the pureness of them became choked when their their eyes 
their eyes for sin and their their eyes for delusion were open. And the Bible says, and they and they knew that they were naked and they sewed thick leaves together and made themselves apron girdles. You see, God granted them a garment. It's not like Adam were naked. They were having certain glory. They were having certain certain clothing, certain glory of God upon them. But when they act, they choke themselves with the presence of this life. The Bible says that they sow victory. You see, many people, you see, you may think that that house that you are desiring, that woman that you are desiring, that man that you are desiring, that that baby that you are desiring, that job that you are desiring is good for you. Is good for you. You see, all the things of this world are full of vanity. You see, everything that you gain without anything that you gain that will move away from the presence of God becomes a choke thing. It becomes a vanity. So the Bible says, and they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day and adam and his wife hide themselves from the presence of god among the trees they hide themselves because already they have choked themselves with certain things they have choked themselves with something that is different from god so which means that adam and eve move from the realm of maturity to the realm of immaturity so whenever someone move someone has no passion for the presence of God is a sign that that person is not matured with God. When a person has passion for God's presence, he or she disassociates from the crowd. You see, Jesus was a man who was full of the presence of God. He was a man who was matured in God. So, a sign of a person who 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 love the presence of God is that that person always want to position himself in the presence of God in such a way that he dissociates himself from the cloud. Let's read Matthew chapter 14 verse number 22. The Bible says that then he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent them while he sent away the crowds. Jesus Jesus, who chose 12, now directed the disciples that they should take lead. And he sent the crowd away. And let's look at what he did. And the Bible said, and after he had dismissed the multitude, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was still there alone. Jesus was a man who always wanted to abide in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Jesus was a man who was always wanted to abide in the presence of God. I decree and declare upon your life from today anything that has choked your life in the name of Jesus, let it catch fire in the mighty name of Jesus. From today, let the zeal, the zeal, the passion to abide in the presence of God come upon you in Jesus' mighty name. You see, the second thing or the second sign of someone. Uh, or a Christian, or let's say a, a human being suffering from spiritual immaturity, is that the person have no passion for the father's direction. You see, every child depends on the direction of a father. Every child, you see, when someone is a child and he want to grow, 
he always depend on the direction of the father so the direction of the father or the direction the father's direction is the holy spirit the holy spirit is the direction of god is the direction of god so when we read psalm 119 verse number 105 the bible says that the bible says that psalm 119 verse number 105 the bible said that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path you need to be directed many christians don't don't involve god in their actions they don't involve the father's direction and the father's direction is the holy spirit you see one thing i like about abraham was that any decision that abraham would take he he first inquired of god he was a man who was spiritually mature yes so when we john chapter 14 verse number 16 the bible said jesus said and i will ask the father and he'll give you another comforter which means he'll give you a direction as i am going he'll give you a counselor he'll give you a helper he'll give you an intercessor he'll give you an advocate he'll give you a strengthener and a standby that he may remain with you forever the holy spirit so when we verse 70 say that the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive you see because of spiritual immaturity many people cannot receive the holy spirit many people cannot even understand the workings of the holy spirit he is the spirit of truth he is a person he is the direction of god is the direction of the father the direction of the trinity when god wanted to create the world the bible says god decided the father decided and the son the word said let there be light and it was the spirit of god that gave a direction for the light to be because it does not so when you read verse 7 they said the spirit of truth whom the word cannot receive because it does not see him nor no know and recognize him but he know and but you know and recognize him for he lives with you constantly and will be in you so jesus was talking to their disciples that you guys you are mature and the holy spirit is in you that's why you can be able to recognize him that's the reason why you are able to recognize him you are mature you are not like those who are not mature who cannot receive the father's direction so the life of Jesus throughout his earthly ministry was full of the direction of the Father. Because the Bible, one time the Bible said that, and the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. One time the Bible said that while Jesus was praying, and the people, while the people were praying, and Jesus also being praying, the heavens opened, and the Spirit of God descended upon him. You see, Jesus made the Holy Spirit always his direction. So the Bible said, how God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing what he was always under the influence of the Holy Spirit. He, Jesus Christ, when read John chapter 14, verse number 18, he said, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, bereaved, fallen, helpless. I will come back to you. He was talking about the Father's direction because the Holy Spirit is the another of the same kind of Jesus Christ. From today, I decree and declare anyone hearing my voice may the father's direction be revealed to you may god grant you the thirsty the anger the, the, the passion for the father's direction be 
your focus in the name of Jesus Christ. The next sign to also see of someone who is spiritually immature is that the person always will the, the person is always with mock but not meet understanding of God. You see the Bible the Bible is grouped into two. We have the milk side and also the meat side. You see, God required every Christian to mature in Him. So when we read First Peter chapter two verse two, the Bible says that First Peter chapter two verse two, the Bible says, "Like unborn babies, you must cleave, test for, earnestly desire." The pure, unadulterated spiritual mock that by it you may be nurtured, grow into complete salvation. Amen. So, which means that the Bible, the section of the Bible, as you become a new believer, is the mock whereby you will be fed, you will be fed, you will be fed. But there comes a time in the life of a Christian that we have to move from the realm of mock. To the realm of meat. So, a sign of someone who is not spiritually mature is that the person is always at the meat level and does not understand. The person is always at the milk level and does not understand the meat level of God. The meat level of God is whereby no matter what you are going through, you can't it or joy. You will see and you understand that life is all about Jesus. You see, someone who has been feeding himself with the muck of God for a long time as a spiritual immature Christian easily give up the faith. But someone who is mature, who has been chewing the meat side of God, know that he has to suffer, he has to be through a lot for the sake of the gospel. That's why Paul said that, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformable unto his death. Paul was a matured Christian. So when we read Hebrews chapter 5 verse number 12, the Bible says that Hebrews 5 verse 12, the Bible says, For even though by this time you ought to be teaching others, a spiritual mature Christian move from the realm of being fed with milk to the realm of uh, what having meat understanding with God in such a way that he also feed people. So he said that for those, for even though by this time you ought to be teaching others, you actually need someone to teach you over again the first the very first principles of God's word that is the monk so whenever you are taught the very first principle of God's word there comes a time in your life that you also be teachers it's not only a pastor who's supposed to teach the word of God teaching of the word of God is a duty of every Christian maturity is not being a pastor maturity is not being a prophet and apostle maturity is all about being a Christian in God and he said that you have come to need milk not solid food many people are still on the milk level whereby even they when they read the Bible they can't understand when they pray they pray anyhow they pray amiss 
they pray to consume their own flesh and lustful desires. So when we read verse 13, we say that for everyone who continues to feed on milk is obviously inexperienced, unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness. For he is a mere infant. Amen. So which means that when a person comes to or feed himself or be in the in the mock level of the word of God, the Bible says that that person become inexperienced and unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness. So the reason why many people even struggle how to live a pure life, the reason why many people struggle even how to tell the truth is because they are still babies. They are not matured in God. I will read verse 14. He said that but solid food is for full grown men. Solid food, which means the meat side of the word of God, is for full grown men. Men who have suffered, who have been through, and who have survived for the things of God. For those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice to di- discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good noble and what is evil contrary either to divine and human law yes so a spiritual mature christian can easily discern between good and evil a spiritual mature christian has has trained his senses and mental faculties by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good noble and what is evil and contrary contrary either to the divine or human law yes someone who is not mature always abode in the human law they move by emotions they move by the flesh they move by what they think is good but they don't move anymore by the word of god the, the difference between Abraham and Lot was that Lot was moved by what he see. He was spiritually immature. That's why he nearly took a lamb which was fatal on his in his own eyes. By the end of the day, it was Sodom and Gomorrah. May you never choose Sodom and Gomorrah in the name of Jesus. May you be like Abraham who wait for the voice of God to speak in his life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The next sign of spiritual immaturity is the person is full of unnecessary divisions when there is unnecessary divisions in the body of Jesus Christ you see the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4 verse number 12 that he gave some apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors to perfect the same to work for the ministry to edify the body of Christ so whenever there is a division in the body of Christ it's a sign that God is dealing with people who are not mature because the Bible says to all we to all come in the unity of the love of Christ. So whenever there is a division, there is a misunderstanding between churches, there is a misunderstanding between Christians, it's a sign that we are dealing with immature people. That many people go to church, but when they come home, they have another lifestyle, they have a grudging lifestyle, they have a division lifestyle, a war lifestyle with an opponent human being. That the Bible said, grudge not, lest you be condemned for the judge stand at the door. So one of the signs of someone who is spiritually mature is the person involved in unnecessary divisions in the body of Jesus Christ. The 
next one is that the person lacks the understanding that increase comes from the father one of the signs or one of the the, the, the vivid sign that it is even happening in this 21st century is that many people are suffering from spiritual immaturity to a level whereby they lack the understanding that increase comes from the father let me tell you something there is no one there is no one who can cause an increase in your life it takes the father so when you read psalm 75 verse number six the bible says that psalm 75 verse number six the bible says that for not from the east nor from the west nor from the south come promotion and lifting up the seven but god is the judge he puts one he puts down one and lift up another so it is god who can increase a person so when a person is spiritually matured he will understand that increase in life as paul said that Apollos, Nepal, I planted and Apollos watered, but it is God that brings growth. It is God that brings increase. It is God. It's not by any man, but it is God. I pray for you that from today, may you never think that any man brings an increase or any earthly things will bring an increase in your life, but may you always see that it is God that brings an increase in the name of Jesus Christ. The, 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 the next one or the, the last but one point of someone suffering from uh, spiritual immaturity is that the person have no vision, no purposeful living. You see, it is very sad that many people are living in this life. Many people go to church but they don't have, they don't know the reason why they are alive. They don't, they don't have a purpose in their life they, they they just move anyhow so when you read proverbs chapter 29 verse number 18 the bible says where there is no vision which means no redemptive revelation of god which means no the people perish so where there's no vision which means the redemptive revelation of god the people perish but he who keeps the law of god which includes that of man blessed happy fortunate is he which means that when a person is suffering from spiritual immaturity the person don't have any vision doesn't know why he 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 is on this earth you see jesus when we read first john chapter 3 verse number 8 the bible says for this purpose the son of man was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil jesus had a purpose he was matured jesus had a vision and his vision is to destroy the things of god why are you alive why are you still alive today many people are moving to and through they don't know why they are still alive god have mercy on us and the last point that i want to end up with this episode is that anyone suffering from spiritual immaturity have no understanding of wisdom with frugality they have no understanding with wisdom with frugality whenever we talk of frugality we are talking about for saving things for future use you see one thing that has made christians poor 
is their ability to operate in the wisdom of frugality so no understanding of wisdom with frugality many people don't apply frugality you see one thing i will even urge christians to pray that they should not pray that god give me daily bread but rather god give me the grace give me the managerial skills to manage my daily bread because every day god give us our daily bread but because we are not spiritually mature we just live a life of wastage we waste things many christians waste things many christians cannot gather the fragments many christians think about just giving me and spoiling it so when we look chapter 15 verse number 11 as the bible talks about uh, a man with two sons the bible said and he said there was a, a certain man who had two sons the younger of them you see the boy was a child so the younger of them said to his father father give me the part of the property that falls to me and and he divided the estate between them and not many days after that the younger son gathered up all that he had and journeyed to the distant country and then he wasted the fortunes recklessly and loose from the restraining living and when he had spent all he had a mighty famine came upon that that country and he began to fall behind and be in want you see the reason why many christians suffering is because they are operating in the level of wastage you see one sign of someone who is not spiritually mature is that that person does not practice what we call frugality wisdom with frugality frugality means applying something and saving it for future use when you check the life of joseph joseph applied frugality with the whole nation of egypt if it was not joseph they would have died so the Bible said this young man, he because he was not mature, he wasted things. He wasted things. And when famine came, he was in need in such a way that he ended up feeding and eating the food of pigs. The reason why many Christians are feeding from scraps, many Christians who are supposed to be royals are rather becoming slaves is because they don't apply the wisdom with frugality you see the bible says jesus is the wisdom of god and the power of god many christians pray a lot but still they don't apply wisdom the bible says wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding i pray for you in the name of jesus that as you have listened to the word of god and as you have come to understand that these are the signs of spiritual immaturity these are the things that will make you move away from the growth and the understanding with God I pray for you in the name of Jesus that from today anything any obstacle that has been a hedge of preventing you to grow from God is coming to an end in the name of Jesus Christ I pray for you that the Lord grant you the grace the grace the grace to be mature the grace to be endure to the end Bible says, whosoever endure to the end whosoever be mature to the end will be safe in the name of Jesus Christ if you are listening to me you are not born again the Bible said that 
God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. You are listening to me, you are not born again. Jesus came to die for me and you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your understanding of mysteries. I pray, I know, I understood that I'm a sinner. And it's because of me that you came to die on the cross. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me by the blood. Write my name in the book of life. And accept me. Use me for your purpose. From today, I announce myself as a child of God. Write my name in the book of life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to the body of Christ. This is a universal denomination of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Hill chapter. And my name is Reverend William Asari. Meet you next time. If you are giving your life to Christ, find a Bible believing church and attend. Or if you also want to join us, you can call this line and get in contact with one of our pastors. He's called Pastor Richard. Uh, the number is 0548 Fifty-four, fifty-six, zero five four eight, sixty-four, fifty-four, fifty-six. God bless you and meet you next time. Bye bye.